Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. Today we're going to be taking another look at 1 John 2, 12-14. Today, however, we have a special guest with us today, my youth pastor at First Baptist Church Park Street, Pastor Ben Saunders. Pastor Ben, thanks for being with us today. Well, thank you, Daniel. I'm glad to be here today. I thought we'd start off by reading 1 John chapter 12 through 14 together. It starts off by saying, I am writing to you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven because of Jesus' name. Uh, before going any further, I am reading from the CSB version. So if it sounds a little bit different or looks a little bit different to you, that, that's probably why I'm reading from this Christian standard version. Verse 13, I am writing to you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who was from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have had victory over the evil one. I have written to you, children, because you have come to know the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who was from the beginning. I love this language they have here in this verse. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. God's word remains in you. And you have had victory over the evil one. Wow, what a great passage from John, the brother of Christ. Um, You know, one of the main things that John was trying to tackle in 1 John, as as you may already know, is um, there was this whole wave of Gnosticism that he was combating. Um, That's a whole other issue for another day. But he was stressing in in the epistles here that... um, you can have a relationship with God, that there is fellowship to be had, that Jesus Christ was real and tangible. He was fully God and fully man, and we have the right, these children, these young uh, adults, these young men, these um, seasoned Christians, these fathers, all have the right to be in fellowship with God. So what a great uh what a great message for us. I, I thought today we would dive into those three groups that John mentions and just kind of flesh those out a bit. So we see the three groups as the children or the little children or the dear children, the fathers and the young men. Note he does address each group twice um, and he addresses the messages to them twice in very similar language. And I think that's mainly intended for emphasis. I think he's just trying to kind of repeat what he's already said. Um, let's start off with the dear children first. Uh, the one key thing is um, there's actually two different words used for children in this passage. In verse 12, the word that's used is technia, and then in verse 13, it's piadia. Um, the reason why there's a different flavor to them is one is kind of a family relationship. Technia is like the relationship between a, a, a parent and a child. And how like that parent is dependent on that child and that, that parent loves that, that child. While piedia just refers to basically a child's, uh, like a child is dependent on something else. It's, it's, a child is the minority and it's, they're under someone's discipline. So it's like uh, you, you have the family relationship and then you have this, this idea of training. Like it's a child that's under someone's training. So... Uh, the reason why they do that, I think, is just to emphasize this idea of subordination. It's not talking about age. It's simply talking about when we when we come to know Jesus Christ, we fall under him. We are subordinate to him. He is our Lord. He is our leader. 
And so um, it's emphasizing this and uh, that these new believers, no matter what's, you know, whatever stage they are, but especially the children, that they have become children of God. And then it notes in verse 12 that now that they're children of God, their sins have been forgiven on account of his name, speaking of Jesus Christ. That is to say that they have been and will remain forgiven. That word uh, remain is actually in the perfect tense. It, it will, it's a state of being um, because of the name of Christ. He is our atoning sacrifice and our advocate, whose name represents both his person and his saving work. Good cross-reference for that is Acts 4.12. Um, further, it says that they have known the Father. That known literally means have come to know. So it's another perfect tense that we see here. And if you remember, this is kind of like one of the very earliest conscious experiences of a new believer. That ultimate realization that you have a Father in heaven. And uh, that's what leads uh, Christians to, to call out Abba Father in like Romans chapter 8 and in Galatians chapter 4. There's this new filial relationship that is awakened to us through the Holy Spirit where we understand that there is a good Father that loves us, that sent His Son to die for us. Powerful, powerful thing here. All right, and then we skip to, to verse 13 where it dives into the fathers, to whom now John is actually addressing you know, himself along with this group. Um, these are the spiritually adult, the mature in the congregation. Now, once again, this isn't just meaning that they're old. It means that they're spiritually old, that they're mature in their faith. That first leap of joy when they received the forgiveness and, and, and salvation of God was long ago. And now they are just enjoying and experiencing this deep communion with God. They're enjoying the fellowship. Both times, it's interesting how he he addresses um, their relationship with God. It says, uh, and he uses identical words. It says, you have known him who is from the beginning. And I believe that this is because he's speaking to these Christians, these mature Christians that have lived many, many years with God, but they're experiencing the immutable characteristics of God. So even though they have changed over the years, God has not. So with advancing years, um, these uh, fathers that he's referencing here appreciate the constant nature of God. Time may hurry on, but in all generations... These fathers find a refuge in him who was from everlasting to everlasting. A great verse or chapter in scripture about this is Psalm 90, um, if you want to check that out. And then in between fathers and children, we have the young men. These are Christians that are busily involved in the battle of Christian living. The Christian life then is not just enjoying the forgiveness and the fellowship of God. So you have the Early Christians that were just enjoying the forgiveness of God, the, the older, elder Christians that are enjoying the fellowship of God, but there's more to that. See, these young men, it, it, it makes note that they were fighting the enemy. So the forgiveness of past sins, it's noted that it must be followed by the deliverance from sin's present power. Speaking of progressive justification. 
So in both messages to the young men, it is asserted that they have overcome the evil one. Literally translated, that means that they have mastered it. Their conflict, this wrestling with sin, has become a conquest. And John is laying emphasis on the assured standing into which every Christian has come. Basically, whatever stage of their spiritual development, they all stand righteous before God. They all have the power over death's sting, the power over the evil one. And a hint is given to, you know, the secret behind this. And it says that the fact, you know, that God's word lives in them, um, that they're near to God's word. So they have grasped the Christian revelation. Um, they are seeking to conform their lives no longer to the world, but rather to Christ. And so that is um, my hope for, for you guys as you're reading this passage. You'll see this um, scaling of immature to these young men, this middle of the road, to this seasoned Christian, this father figure, this older, um, more mature Christian, and that these two things would ring out to you. That the God of all three of those stages is the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is unchanging. He is forever. He is eternal. But the way that we can remain faithful to God is to be like those young men, that we seek to conform our lives to Christ and not to the world. Having been reminded of our salvation, may we stay near to God's word that gives us all the firepower that we need to combat the evil one. God bless. Have a great rest of your day. Again, thanks for being with us today. How good it is to know that no matter what stage of life we are in, we all as brothers and sisters in Christ worship and know the same God as he reveals himself in the Bible. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com. Daniel.